You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week we present a pub quiz style program with four rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each, in addition to a music round and bonus anagram. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Similar to a pub quiz experience, we serve up a fun mix of trivia as well as friendly banter. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 196 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I'm joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. How are you, Kelly? Pretty good. How are you? You know, I've had a toothache all week. Apparently, I need a root canal, so that kind of sucks. But other than that, no complaints. That's not a small complaint, but (laughs) carry on. (laughs) It's been owning me. Toothaches are the worst. They're the worst. You know, it would be even crappier as if like I didn't have dental insurance. You know what I mean? Like, Fair enough. It is what it is. Whatever. But I'm happy to be on the mic. We have a pretty fun episode for you all. Before we get into it, just a few little things to mention. Everyone has one more week to check out our visual round that's up on our website. Also, Big thanks to Monica, G8, and Ken and Lauren for leaving us five-star reviews. Really nice to read those. So thank you so much for taking the time to leave us some kind words of encouragement. It really goes a long way. Also, new friends of the show. Welcome aboard the patron train, Audrey, Kenneth, and Allison. Thanks so much for your support. Woo! And something that I mentioned recently was that we were guest hosting around on another trivia podcast. It is called Pod Quiz. It's a really great program. It's pretty much just like straightforward trivia, but all great content. Definitely check out episode 951 because Kelly and I guest host the first round of that episode. It is a music connection round and it's pretty fun. So Definitely check that out. Big thanks to James for having us on over there. Also, as many of you guys know, June is Pride Month, and I had some limited edition Trivia Time Pride stickers made. So if that interests you at all, they're super cute. If you want to get one of those in your hot little paws, just email me, triviatimepodcast at gmail.com with your mailing address. I will stick one in the mail for you free of charge just because happy pride and thanks for your support of the show. So if that interests you, hit me up. I sent Kelly a little stack of pride stickers. Sure did. You might see them up around town in Lawrence, Kansas. All right, it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is Sardine Snot. S-A-R-D-I-N-E-S-N-O-T. And the question that goes with this anagram is, In 2018, what U.S. governor, when referring to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is Puerto Rican, Refer to her ethnicity as whatever she is. Moving on to round one. Round number one is called hot in hair. Summer is finally hair. So soak it up with this heat-themed general knowledge round. Question number one. 
What openly queer musician and spoken word artist, who teamed up with Macklemore on the 2012 hit Same Love, released the single She Keeps Me Warm in 2013? Question number two. Regarded as one of the best basketball players of all time, what NBA athlete left his home state team, the Cavaliers, in 2010 to play for the Miami Heat, only to return to the Cavaliers in 2014? Question number three. John Bon Jovi's debut solo album, Blaze of Glory, included songs from and inspired by what 1990 American Western film starring Emilio Estevez? Question number four. For a half point each, list the pair of massive volcanoes located on the island of Hawaii. Question number five. The American drama series Chicago Fire, which has ran for 10 seasons, airs on what TV network station? Question number six. Located in the Fairfax district of Los Angeles, what iconic hot dog restaurant was founded in 1939 serving up Hoffie brand hot dogs to a seemingly always long line of patrons. Question number seven. Experimental rock band Flaming Lips teamed up with what young pop star for a 2015 album on which they were referred to as The Dead Pets? Question number eight. In 2004, June Carter Cash refused to allow the song Ring of Fire to be licensed for an ad for what leading brand of hemorrhoid cream? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one. Hot in here. So hot <laughs> Take off all your clothes, Kelly. <laughs> Question number one. The artist who released the 2013 single, She Keeps Me Warm, is Mary Lambert. That was a pretty song. And I actually liked that same love duet with Macklemore. I was at the Grammys that year when they performed it and a bunch of same-sex couples got married on stage and Madonna was like the officiant. Do you remember that? Yes. (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot, but kind of a fun moment. Question number two. The NBA player who left the Cavaliers in 2010 to play for the Miami Heat only to return to the Cavaliers in 2014 is LeBron James. King James. Yeah, enough said. Pop quiz, what team is he playing for now? Lakers. Bing, bing, bing. (laughs) Everybody knows that, even like non-sportsy folk. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Question number three. John Bon Jovi's debut solo album, 
Blaze of Glory included songs from Young Guns 2. It's a hard pass all the way around here for me. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> but if it's your thing, awesome. Get it. Knock yourself out. Question number four. You needed to list the pair of massive Hawaiian volcanoes for a half point each, and they are Mauna Kea and Mauna Loa. So one of those is dormant and one of them is active. They're on the main island on Hawaii. I shan't be crossing paths with that pair when I'm on Maui next month. There you go. Good. Phew. Question number five. Chicago Fire airs on the TV network station NBC. Question number six. The iconic L.A. hot dog restaurant founded in 1939 is Pink's. Nasty. But I'll say nasty to anything like hot dog related. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. It's so gross. It's a pass for me. I remember as a kid, I would eat cold hot dogs. Just like suck them down. Girl, what? No. I know. Yeah. Ah! Latchkey kid, you know? Alarming. Easy go-to snack. It's nasty. Super nasty. Bring on those nitrates and entrails. No, thank you. Ah! But a fun fact is featured on the Pink's menu, a little hot menu item alert, is the Rosie O'Donnell Long Island Dog, which is a nine-inch stretch dog with mustard, onions, chili, and sauerkraut. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, I don't like it either. Question number seven. The Dead Pets was a collaboration between Flaming Lips and Miley Cyrus. This was a really random pairing. I haven't actually listened to any of the music that came out of it, but I do love Flaming Lips. And you love Miley Cyrus, so you know what? It kind of makes sense to me. But maybe it worked well, like we work well. Yeah, there you go. Dream team. Question number eight. In 2004, June Carter Cash refused to allow the song Ring of Fire to be licensed for Preparation H. And it burns, 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 the ring of fire, the ring of fire. This is hilarious. Like, of course, she'd be like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I love it. It is the perfect song. I know. Shoot your shot, Preparation H. <laughs> fire in the hole. I fell into a ring of fire. Moving on to round two. Round number two is our audio round. This one is a fun one. It is called Onomatopoeia. Crack. Bam. This music round that consists of songs with sound effects in the titles will have you honking and tooting along. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. Boom. Pow. One. Seasons came and changed the time. When I grew up, I called him mine. He would always laugh and say, remember when we used to play. Two. Some bathing on the moon, start shining as your bones illuminate. First kiss just like a drug, under your influence. It's hit me over, you the magic in my veins. This must be. Three. Some say I'm crazy because I'm pushing up daisies. The underground sound that you have found amazing, outstanding, demanding, commanding you people dancing. Whoa. That's a breath 
Undertaker, our producer, aka The Undertaker. You want to come down to the underground old school? Here's a shovel. Can you dig it, fool? Can you dig it? Can y'all dig it? Four. Big bang, I saw the whole gang. Five. I let you push me past the breaking point. I stood for nothing, so I fell for everything. You held me down, but I got up. Already brushing off the dust. You hear my voice, you hear that sound. Like thunder gonna shake the ground. Six. Couldn't ever imagine even having doubts, but not everything works out. No, now I'm out dancing with strangers. You could be casually dating. Damn, it's all changing so fast. I see a love in a sea. Yeah, that's just life, baby. Seven. Sweet like under to my soul. Sweet you rock sweet you roll. Lost for you, I'm so Eight. Here are the answers for round two, Onomatopoeia. Song number one was Bang Bang, My Baby Shot Me Down by Nancy Sinatra. Song number two was Boom Clap by Charlie XCX. Song number three was Whoop There It Is by Tag Team. Song number four was Splish Splash by Bobby Darren. Splish Splash, I was taking a bath. Long about a Saturday night. Song number five was Roar by Katy Perry. Song number six was Bam Bam by Camila Cabello, featuring Ed Sheeran. Song number seven was Crash Into You by Dave Matthews Band. And song number eight was Boom Boom Pow by Black Eyed Peas. So it was Kelly's request to include that DMB song. Apparently it's her favorite lovemaking jam. Obviously. I love Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, who doesn't? Nothing gets me going quite like that. Mm, That lyric in that song that says, hike up your skirt a little more and show the world to me. (laughs) Calm down, Dave. The worst. (laughs) The worst. (laughs) My dad is a massive DMB fan. I think he took me to quite a few concerts. I mean, they're incredible musicians, but yeah, no thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it's not for me either. My favorite song on this entire list is Bang Bang My Baby Shot Me Down by Nancy Sinatra. That tremolo when it kicks in. Ooh. 
It's so good. There's a couple other treasures on this list too, but a fun round overall. But also just can we talk about Bobby Darren and how wholesome Splish Splash is? Like a little soft serve pop song about taking a bath. <laughs> Splish Splash, also known as WAP, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought those two were related, no? I mean, maybe. Grab a bucket and a mop, Kelly. Yeah. Splish Splash. Okay. Splish Splash. Bring a bucket and a mop. Moving on to round three. Round number three goes out to our patron, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. This one is called Ups and Downs. If you are pregnant or have back problems, you may want to skip ahead to round four because this thrilling round is all about roller coasters. Thank you, Andrew. Question number one. What is the name of the historic Coney Island roller coaster that opened in 1927? After being refurbished and switching hands, it is still operating today. Question number two. The first modern roller coaster opened in 1817 in what country then ruled by Louis XVIII? Question number three. What 1996 thriller film featured a steamy yet disturbing scene between actors Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon while they were riding on a roller coaster? Question number four. What is the name of the simulation game released in 1999 where the player builds and manages an amusement park? Question number five. In 2003, a derailed car on the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad attraction killed one passenger. In what California theme park did this tragic event happen? Question number six. Located near the gateway to the Great Smoky Mountains in Tennessee, the Lightning Rod is one of the fastest wooden roller coasters in the world. What theme park is it located in? Question number seven. List either the band who originally released the song Love Roller Coaster in 1975 or the band who released a hit cover version of the song in 1996. Question number eight. King Daka, the tallest and fastest roller coaster in the world, is located at what theme park in Jackson, New Jersey? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, ups and downs. Question number one. The historic Coney Island roller coaster that opened in 1927 is the Cyclone. Have you ever been to Coney Island? I have. Oh, yeah? But I don't think I rode the Cyclone. Eek. I don't think that I will have ridden any of the rides in this round. Probably not. It's not really your jam. No. I sit on the bench and hold the purses. <laughs> That's an important job. Mm-hmm. Very important. Question number two. 
The first modern roller coaster opened in 1817 in France. That doesn't sound so modern. It doesn't. I wouldn't write it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Question number three. The 1996 thriller film featuring a steamy yet disturbing scene on a roller coaster is fear. The whole premise was gross. I miss this one. It was just this like skeezy older guy that was, you know, meddling with some young girl, you know, it was like, can we not? Can we not? Mm. Question number four. The name of the amusement park simulation game released in 1999 is Roller Coaster Tycoon. Question number five. In 2003, a fatal car derailment incident at Big Thunder Mountain Railroad occurred at Disneyland. Okay, so this was news to me when I wrote this round, and I'm really bummed because that's one of my favorite rides at Disneyland. I love it with that sizzling dynamite. Oh, no. I know. I wish you wouldn't have learned about this. <laughs> Question number six. The Lightning Rod is one of the fastest wooden roller coasters in the world and is located at Dollywood. I want to go to Dollywood so bad, so bad that I would even go on the rides. Ugh, me too. Let's put that on our bestie bucket list. Deal. She's too good for this world, if you ask me. Question number seven. You needed to list either the band who originally released the song Love Roller Coaster in 1975 or the band who released a hit cover version of the song in 1996, and they are Ohio Players Club and Red Hot Chili Peppers. So I'll take that Ohio Players Club version over the Chili Peppers version any day. <laughs> Ohio Players Club also released that song, Fire. That's pretty fire. But I remember that Beavis and Butthead were in the Chili Peppers video for this love roller coaster. Oh, no way. Uh, yeah, pretty cool cameo. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Question number eight. King Daka, the tallest and fastest roller coaster in the world, is located at Six Flags Great Adventure. Have you been on this one? New. I'd go. You would? For sure. Do you get nauseous though? You're a puker. I do. I don't puke, but I do get nauseous. I have to like reset for a while. Okay. But I like it so much that I can't say no. Yeah, I think I'd cry. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think is the point. <laughs> no, it's supposed to be fun. <laughs> I don't like being jostled, Kelly. I mean, it's super reasonable. Moving on to round four. So round number four actually goes out to a pair of new patrons that are celebrating a 10-year anniversary. Pretty impressive, guys. Congratulations. This round is for Amelia from Angelos. It is called Scooby Trap. Ruh-roh. Pile in the van with your besties and solve a mystery with this round on Scooby-Doo. Happy anniversary, Amelia and Angelos. Question number one. Founded in 1957 in Los Angeles until it was absorbed by Warner Brothers Animation in 2001, what animation studio and production company created the original Scooby-Doo series? Question number two. What Scooby-Doo character is described as a cowardly slacker more interested in eating than solving mysteries? Question number three. 
Scooby-Doo's name originated from the syllables Dooby-Doo-Be-Doo from what 1966 Frank Sinatra hit. Question number four. What is the alliterative name of the town where Scooby and the gang live and solve mysteries in? Question number five. Which character's catchphrase is Jinkies? Question number six. The mystery machine was a 1966 model of what type of Ford van? Question number seven. What color is Scooby-Doo's signature dog collar? Question number eight. What is the title of the 2020 CG animated Scooby-Doo film reboot that featured voice talent from Will Forte, Mark Wahlberg, and Gina Rodriguez? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four, Scooby Trap. Question number one. The animation company who created the original Scooby-Doo series was Hanna-Barbera. Question number two. The Scooby-Doo character described as a cowardly slacker is Shaggy. Yeah, I kind of wonder why they keep him around half the time. (laughs) He's not a big contributor. (laughs) No, he's not. He barely helps with the solving, always just is trying to get some munchies. I'm not sure what he contributes half the time, but whatever. Good vibes, maybe. Good stoner vibes only. (laughs) Question number three. Scooby-Doo's name originated from the syllables sang in the Frank Sinatra hit, Strangers in the Night. It's kind of a fun fact. It is. Question number four. The town where Scooby and the gang live in is Crystal Cove. There's a lot going down in Crystal Cove. It's a pretty haunted place. Busy. Yeah. For real. Question number five. The Scooby-Doo character with the catchphrase Jinkies is Velma. My fave. I think all lesbians fave. Did you catch the HBO Max series Velma by Mindy Kaling? No, but I heard that she is openly queer in that. She is. It's a bad show. I don't recommend it, but she's queer. So there's that. Yeah. Well, shout out to my friend Evan, who pulled off a very flattering version of Velma as a Halloween costume. Oh, fun. It's a crowd pleaser. For sure. Question number six. The Mystery Machine was a 1966 Ford model... Econoline. Or E100. That van is pretty dope. Super dope. I wouldn't kick it out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have room for it. It's a van. Question number seven. The color of Scooby-Doo's dog collar is blue. We will also accept turquoise. You know, my little dog Chester does not wear a collar, 
but he does wear plaid neckerchiefs every day. That's his uniform. Aww. It's real cute. He's been wearing his pride neckerchief all month. Cute. No big deal. <laughs> Question number eight. The title of the 2020 CG animated Scooby-Doo film reboot is Scoob. Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. Formed in 1967, what rock band released the hits Saturday in the Park? If You Leave Me Now, and Hard to Say I'm Sorry. Question number two. Taking place between September of 1793 and July of 1794, what is the series of massacres and public executions that took place during the French Revolution referred to as... Question number three. What 1993 Tarantino cult classic starred Christian Slater and Patricia Arquette? Question number four. Formerly known as Petrograd and later Leningrad, what is the second largest city in Russia? Question number five. What is the demarcation border referred to as that separates the four U.S. states, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, and West Virginia? Question number six. What Oscar-winning actress wed fellow actor Javier Bardem in 2010? Question number seven. What 1959 Hitchcock thriller starring Cary Grant is a tale of mistaken identity as a wrongfully accused man is pursued by a mysterious organization? It's connection time. And question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The rock band behind the hits Saturday in the Park and Hard to Say I'm Sorry is Chicago. More dad music. Yeah, look, we like dad rock. <laughs> or at least we write questions about it. Some of it I do. I confess to loving Bob Seger last episode. I also enjoy Credence Clearwater Revival. There are definitely some dad rock bands that I'm just like, it's just good. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Nor should you be. Question number two. Whoa, Kelly, what was that? Was that the rattle of the lightning rod? Or just some more meat on meat snacks courtesy of Rosie O'Donnell? Yeah, sorry. That was just me uh, applying my third scoop of 
sauerkraut to my Rosie O'Donnell dog. <laughs> I'm going in, girls. Woohoo! Gross. Just kidding. That was a triple tater. So if you correctly answer this question, you'll receive three points instead of one. The 1790s series of massacres that took place during the French Revolution were referred to as... Reign of Terror. Which could also be the name of a roller coaster, to be honest. Yeah, totally. It fits. <laughs> That's not the connection. Question number three. The 1993 Tarantino cult classic starring Christian Slater and Patricia Arquette is... True Romance. Patricia Arquette. She looks so good in this movie. I mean, they both do, but, you know, definitely there are some hot but sort of gruesome scenes in this one. Highly recommend. True romance. Check it out. It's kind of like Tarantino meets Lynch a little bit, you know? Yeah, I agree. Question number four. The second largest city in Russia is St. Petersburg. Question number five. The border that separates Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, and West Virginia is the Mason-Dixon line. Question number six. Actor Javier Bardem is married to Penelope Cruz. Lucky man. For sure. Her in any Almodovar film, it's just like, I can't. Yeah, excellent, excellent. She's so good. Question number seven. The 1959 Hitchcock thriller starring Cary Grant is North by Northwest. So this is supposed to be like an old Hollywood cinematic masterpiece. It's always listed on like the top 100 films of all time. I actually haven't seen it. Oh, it's good. It's on my list. Question number eight. The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven and we had answers like Chicago, Reign of Terror, True Romance, St. Petersburg, The Mason-Dixon Line, Penelope Cruz, and North by Northwest. And all of those answers include a name of a child belonging to the Kardashians. To me, that's what's so exciting is just that side of our lives. Like people don't see, like I cleaned out the playroom today, like that kind of stuff gets me makes me horny you know it's a really niche connection but it worked so i think people will either love or hate that i put this one together if you hate it i'm sorry you know what next week more traditional connection if you loved it you're welcome <laughs> we have a new kardashian on the way did you hear yeah kravis is pregnant kravis baby kravis baby at 44 get it girl you know i'm not a big fan of that whole clan but if you are knock yourself out people are obsessed though they are a cultural phenomenon for sure. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Returning to our bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram was sardine snot. Gross. I prefer it to the answer. <laughs> How about versus a Rosie O'Donnell dog? Ooh, hard one. Sardine snot, sauerkraut hot dogs, or the answer? We better reveal the answer. Let's let everybody else in on this other unsavory menu item. Let's go. The question that went with this anagram was, in 2018, what U.S. governor, when referring to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is Puerto Rican, referred to her ethnicity as whatever she is? And the answer is Ron DeSantis. Sardine snot scrambles up to be Ron DeSantis. 
cool, cool, cool. Florida is one of the most diverse U.S. states. Don't be racist. Thank you. Def not. Hashtag not a friend of the show. He's up to no good. No good. No good. <laughs> we actually have quite a few Florida taters that have become patrons that are super lovely. And I'm always like, I'm sorry, guys. It's not you. It's him. But on a happier note, we hope that everybody has a great week. Thanks for listening. And we will be back at you all next week with five more rounds of trivia. Thanks for playing, everyone. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. We hope you enjoyed playing along. If you did, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple iTunes to help boost our show ratings and get the word out. We might even give you a shout out on a future episode. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any feedback. Our email is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. On our website, you can find a printable PDF scoring sheet, which you can use to play along with every episode. We also have links to past episodes, monthly bonus visual rounds, exciting announcements, and more. Follow us on social media for weekly answer reveals, round reveals, and exciting announcements. Our background and answer break music this week was Midnight Groove by Savon. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California and Lawrence, Kansas. Special thanks to our friends, families, and all of our trivia buddies. This episode has been hosted and written by Kelly Sharon and Ricky Lime, edited by Ricky Lime, and features an intro song by Ricky Lime. Until next time, later taters. taters. Allergies or no? Yeah, there's something stuck. Is it a Scooby snack? (laughs) Nope.